Welcome to part two of Getting to Yes, Success Tips in Ortho-K. This podcast is produced by Review of Optometric Business and is sponsored by GP Specialists. I'm Roger Mumford, Content Director for Review of Optometric Business. We're speaking today with Dr. Stephen Turpin of North Cascade Eye Associates with locations in Northern Washington State. In this session, Dr. Turpin offers practice strategies and techniques for ECPs looking to get into Ortho-K or to expand the services they now offer. If you're interested in getting into Ortho-K, I would tell my fellow practitioners to really reach out to, to those people who do it a lot. You know, there's a, a number of different resources, um, be it on social media, be it through um, different avenues that you can get in contact with folks who do it a lot. Um, in order to really be efficient and uh, make ortho okay a great part of your practice, you do have to do uh, quite a bit of it. That's not to say that you can't be successful doing um, a small amount of ortho okay, but because of the number of follow-up visits and the structure of the visits, uh, by getting a few fits under your belt, uh, definitely going to help and getting some some guidance from people who who do do it a lot and and you know having instrumentation that gives you a very accurate. Um, picture of the front surface of the cornea, you know, a really great corneal topographer uh, is a good first step because that is what you're kind of building the lens off of is that that corneal shape. So that's that's kind of a must in, in my mind in terms of what you need to get started. For a practitioner to succeed with Ortho-K, how important is it to be working with an excellent laboratory that can help you achieve first-time fits and accuracy in your work? And that's a great question because you can do all the things right in terms of how you present it to the patient, the measurements you take. You can have the most accurate baseline information, but if you're working with a, a lens design or a laboratory um, that's not you know, using the best and latest technology in order to develop uh, these lenses, then your success rate and the patient satisfaction isn't going to be where they expect it or where you expect it. So they're working with a lab like GP specialists that um, have kind of the, the top of the line and premier products out there available to you. Um, you really know that all the hard work that you and uh, the time and money that the patients have put into this, um, you're really getting the most out of it by getting a lens that is likely going to work you know, first time uh, really, really well for you, getting that 95% uh, kind of first fit success rate, which is is not unexpected these days with the, the modern technology that we've got. Uh, how can you work with a lens as a practitioner? Do you often discuss difficult cases with your lab? Uh, does their experience help you to solve problems? Absolutely. It's it's always a great resource to, to have the consultants at the lab there. Um, that's what they're doing all day long is is troubleshooting these, these lens fits. So where you may see in a busy ortho-K practice um, 10 patients a day, they're consulting on probably 40 or 50 patients a day. So their ability to troubleshoot issues, even if it is remotely and they're not actually seeing the lenses move dynamically on the patient, um, is kind of invaluable. So having a, a lab that really has a lot of experience 
working with these ortho K lenses and it just isn't one of the, they, they have an ortho K design to have one. It's, it's their specialty that really makes a difference in kind of troubleshooting, uh, those issues. So you're not four or five lenses down the road and, and kind of stuck in the mud, so to speak. In the optometry community, we spend a lot of time talking about telehealth and uh, electronic communications. Do you communicate with the lab through uh, electronic means? And, and is that something that you see is going to increase over time? Yeah, we do. And, and the nice thing about uh, the way that our communication system is now is we're able to send information from the corneal topographer and, and videos and images so that the consultants at the lab can actually get a, a, a view and and see the lens on the eye and see the, the surface that we're working with. And um, we're not far off from having a system where the practitioner simply uploads the patient information, including the corneal topography. And that's all the that their job requires and then, then the lab will, will do the rest in designing the lens and making modifications just simply based on the, the uploaded corneal topographies. Well that's fascinating because as you say uh, we're able to now have electronic communications directly and securely from a practitioner lab. That's a good story to uh, share with uh, patients and families is it not that it's not just you the doctor working uh, for the patient but it's a whole team of people that are putting uh, technology behind uh, the improvement in their uh, their site. That's exactly right. Um, you know, having a patient come in uh, and spend you know their time and their money with you in the in the practice by being able to sit with them and tell them we're going to collect this information, collect these corneal topography scans, and we're going to send all this information to the lab or share it with the lab and. A team of people who do this day in and day out are going to create a, a customized lens specifically for the shape of your eye. Um, that really kind of is a great selling point for patients. You know, they're they're used to this. Let me go in the back room and grab some some lenses off of the rack or out of the diagnostic fitting set and and plop them on your eye and and send you out the door. But with with this ability to to really instill in them the customization uh, and the uniqueness of these lens designs just made for them, uh, in my experience, uh, kind of solidifies the, the fitting process and they that really kind of solidifies that buy-in for the patient. Now, there are, you know, certain, certain cases and certain practitioners who really do like fitting out of a trial lens set and there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, just in my experience, uh, this explanation of, of customization built off of these, these theoretical maps, it really kind of, uh, brightens people up and, and excites them. Yes, uh, it's fascinating that uh, we're at this level. Um, and tell me about the personal satisfaction as a clinician to be able to, A, show and measure the uniqueness of someone's cornea, and B, uh, to produce or uh, be part of a team that produces something so individualized that we're working at a higher level than perhaps it was possible even just a few years, short years ago. It's it's a fantastic feeling, and it, it almost feels uh, like you're cheating in some respects because um, a lot of the the new technology takes a lot of the kind of complication out of the the lens designing. So it, you get to 
get all the benefits of seeing that patient take the lenses off for the first time the very first morning and and this is the first time in their lives they've been able to see clearly with with no correction be it a contact lens or a or a spectacle lens and you know the amount of work or the amount of kind of complicated lens design that you had to go through to get there is is pretty limited at this point with with the modern lens design so you get all of the the kind of feel goods from from that patient in their first uh, wow experience with taking that lens off and uh, you get to avoid some of the the pitfalls and the heartache that come with uh, having to design these lenses from scratch Great. Um, how much of this uh, was presented in optometry school versus what you've learned in the years that you've been out of school? It, you know, Roger, it really depends on on what school do you go to. We, I was fortunate enough at Pacific University to have a pretty extensive uh, education in, in orthokeratology, but you know, some uh, students uh, at different schools. Uh, learn a little bit less or learn a little bit differently. And so, um, you know, the average average optometry uh, new graduate uh, optometrist coming out um, probably doesn't have exactly what they need in order to, to get started and, and really be successful. So by being able to hook up with a lab kind of right off the bat, advantage of their resources um, is, is really important for those for those new graduates in order to to really become confident um, in in fitting the lenses if you've never fit a lens in the first one that you do you are five lenses in and everyone's a bit frustrated uh, it really discourages you from continuing to fit those ortho k lenses as opposed to coming out hooking up with a great lab and succeeding right off the bat the first three four patients then it really instills that uh, the importance of ortho k and the the fun of ortho k in in that young practitioner and allows them to kind of continue uh, advancing and getting better at fitting well wonderful this has been a great conversation and a primer for uh, other practitioners that may want to get into this field or refine their skills in it if we could wrap up it sounds like what we've talked about here today shows the importance of a educating yourself as a clinician b equipping yourself with the kind of diagnostic tools you'll need perhaps c being able to communicate uh, this fascinating new treatment to uh, patients and families and also uh, to uh, conclude the importance of working with with an experienced and uh, and uh, knowledgeable laboratory that's going to help in your success. Yeah, it's it's um, a great wrap up in that the most important thing is is your confidence in ortho K as a as a practitioner. If you don't believe in it, you're not going to be able to get that across to to patients and practitioners. So I really challenge young practitioners or someone who hasn't uh, had an experience with OrthoK to to look into it and to really get an understanding for themselves um, about what OrthoK is all about, kind of the the advantages and disadvantages uh, of it as a vision correction modality. And then if you come to a, uh, a point where you, you feel that it could be a great part of your practice, um, go ahead and, and take advantage of those resources, um, the labs, um, some of the experts out there who are, are creating um, content and, and giving advice on how to get started in OrthoK. And it's, uh, take advantage of those resources on patient education. There's a number of, of different things out there that could, that you can kind of modify to, to help bring into your practice documentation, frequently asked question documents, things like that. Um, just kind of 
use be on the shoulders of of all the people who have have started before you and uh kind of use use the those resources to to start your practice and and you'll you'll do great thank you for listening to getting to yes success tips in ortho k with dr stephen turpin of north cascade eye associates with locations in northern washington state This podcast is produced by Review of Optometric Business and is sponsored by GP Specialists. The podcast is archived here on Review of Optometric Business. That's reviewob.com. We hope that you find it helpful in your practice. Please share a link to the podcast with an associate or colleague.